Hello, 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 squirrel friends. I'm John Polly, a producer on RuPaul's Drag Race and a Drag Race historian. And welcome, welcome, welcome to the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast, or as we like to call it, She already the hair hurts. Brought to you by World of Wonder and VH1, this podcast takes you deep inside the big pink furry box that is RuPaul's Drag Race. Each week I'm joined by show insiders, judges, and the queens who made herstory to talk about this new 11 legendary season and their experience on the show. So thank you for joining us. And warning, kitty girls, there will be spoilers in this episode. So if you don't want to <laughs> be spoiled, watch the damn thing first. And if you need to see the episode, you can watch it every Thursday at 9, 8 central on VH1 and WoW Presents Plus. So having said that, this week I'm joined by my Smoky Mountain mama, who's living for her true self every day. Come on, y'all live free. It's Eureka! The Elephant Queen. Who are you going to be? Um, <laughs> hi, John. It's so good to be here. Hi, kids out there listening. Um, it is the big mouth of the South, uh, the round <laughs> mound of sound, if you will. Re- ready and here to talk the tea about this episode. And bitch, it is juicy, and I can't wait to read the girls for filth. So make sure y'all tune in to this whole little podcast, because it's about to get real interesting. Okay, we're going to get snatched. Um... Snatched, pulled, plucked. And you are, as obviously, a snatch game veteran you had a fabulous honey boo boo snatch game i mean because i'm a beauty queen how how would you describe your snatch game experience um snatch game is an interesting experience i was like so devastated i didn't get to experience it on season nine and i was one episode away so i was like mother um oh we're not supposed to cuss too much in this oh my bad so uh (laughs) now now warning so uh season nine i didn't get a chance you just can't clip that in Uh, Season nine, I didn't get a chance to do Snatch Games, so yeah. um, I was a little, you know, obviously upset, but I got to redeem myself on season 10. I was hoping to be the winner of the Snatch Game, but congratulations to Aquaria. But it's actually just an energy that people don't understand. It's yeah. a scary situation. I think there's such a pressure put on the Snatch Game because it's such an iconic part of the show. Yeah, fans are already um, thirsty every season for it. Oh, yeah, and the girls put so much pressure on themselves that you see the nerves come through, but that's the magic is... I think Snatch Game is a pivoting point where you start to see who are uh, leading competitors in this competition. Yeah. Because it, a lot about RuPaul's Drag Race is the, willi- the willingness and the ability to ad-lib and to yeah. improv yeah, and, and to, to be make quick laugh. and fly and yeah. funny and in character, whatever character that, that is. Exactly. Now, quickly, did you know any of these season 11 girls already? Um, I knew Nina West mm-hmm. from pageantry uh, back in the day. Like, uh, she judged me in EOY. Like, uh, you know, I've worked with her. So Ooh, I knew how, her how really well. A judge. Um, was she nice to you? Oh, Nina West is like literally the sweetest person <laughs> in the entire world. If she would got any sweeter, I would have diabetes. Like it's literally <laughs> ridiculous. Um, so I knew her before. I knew Vanjie, obviously. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a given. Um, Brooklyn Heights, I know her. The year she did Entertainer of the Year, we competed together. Uh, you know, I know her also from pageantry. So I, I, guess, I forget. I mean, I don't know why I forget. I forget you're a pageant. Yeah, I guess. Queen. Well, I used to be I, 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 a pageant yeah. queen. <laughs> no, I am a pageant queen. Uh, it taught me how to polish myself. You know, yeah. that's why, you know, big girl give looks. I learned a lot, but it's also, I was always too much for pageantry. I would <laughs> I would almost hit the mark, and I would get second runner-up at National Entertainer of the Year, or like um, third alternate All-American Goddess at Large. Or, but So there was always an element that was too much for me, like, oh, your hair's too big for interview, or your your um, your talent's too vulgar. or And I'm like, girl, whatever. But obviously I've made great TV and was destined for something 
different. Hello. So, when I, I'm, I'm still I'm still wrapping my head around All American Goddess at large. <laughs> That's amazing. It's the Fat Girl Pageants. P H A T. Pretty hot and tasty. Side claim. Um, <laughs> yeah. No. It's we have big girl pageants too. Uh, Gorgeous. So like USA at large and All American Goddess at large, and then there's Continental Plus. So Ugh. there are three like national known like. And you have to be over Can we go to the next one? Or, huh? Can we go to the next one? Yeah. Are you kidding? I would love to. Yes. I think Continental Plus might be next. Ooh. All American Goddess at Large just happened. My drag daughter got a uh, fourth alternate and Who's made she? top five. Ida Carolina. Shout out to my baby. Um, <laughs> literally, she? she will die and cry when she hears a shout out for her on Where a world of wonder. She lives in North Carolina. So, um, Asheville, North Carolina. Yes. Yeah. Her name is Ida Carolina. There's She's always the a crossover between like Asheville and Johnson City, Queens, and exactly. like doing gigs back and forth. And oh, stuff. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. My I, my home bar was split between New Beginnings in yeah. Johnson City and S- Club Scandals in Asheville, North Carolina. So that was always the gig. Anyway, the other hoes I knew. <laughs> uh, who else did I know before coming in? I guess. I, well, I knew Evie oddly. I always had uh-huh. fun with her working with her in Denver. Um, oh good. Uh, even before I knew she was on Drag Race or even heard yeah. the rumor of, she was always so sweet and fun. Um, okay, we, we can fill in as we go yeah, yeah. as we go along. Yeah. So I want to get into the episode. <laughs> um, so. We flash back to the week before when, like, um, Rue is asking Queens, like, who, who should go home and, during walkthroughs? And Silky tells Rue that Evie should go home because she hurt herself. And Eve, then Evie is not pleased about this and, like, think that's that's lame. Um, but, but having been a queen who's been injured on this, you know, who, who had to deal with that kind of thing. Mm. And, like, what do you feel about that? Is that, is that wrong for Silky to say she should go home because she's hurt? So, Silky... I need to make sure I'm clear. So yes. Silky did say she should go home because she hurt herself. And maybe that was, a, maybe that that was her a, reasoning. Or is that what people are thinking she no, said? No, Silky said, I think she should go home. She's hurt. Maybe, you know. Oh, she was just like trying to use it as an excuse, even though her real reason is because they've been feuding and Evie's kind of picking at Silky. So now Silky's yeah, they, they like a, def- a yeah, personality clash. They're definitely feuding, clearly. Uh, no, period, I think. They're just feuding. I don't <laughs> think they get along. I don't think they like each other's aesthetic. I uh-huh. think that to me, it looks, feels like Evie looks at Silky like the girls that always kind of picked at her mm-hmm. um, because Silky is very anti like the grunge type drag or like maybe the oddball type drag drag that mm-hmm. um, Evie Oddly's doing. And then Silky feels kind of singled out because Evie's getting that sense and kind of attacking at her too. And Silky's a defensive person, like I don't give a uh, what you got to say about me kind of right. attitude, bitch. So it's just definitely a personality They're clash. They're big outspoken, outspoken personalities, yeah. like just not quite fitting together. I think they yet. also feel like each other's biggest competition. Mm-hmm. I truly do believe that. That makes sense. So I want to get into the mini challenge. Uh, Rue comes in and says, uh, you know, he's got, it's all, it's all about the guru, the book um uh-huh. and he says a wise man once said if you want to be invited to the party you got to have something to bring oh wait i said that <laughs> not to guru right, of course and the challenge is the queens have to come up with their own kind of self-help like theories and book ideas and pitch it to rue and like come up with a title but i do want to ask what do you take to a party um, what do I take to a party? Uh-huh. Um, a blunt and a bottle of vodka. <laughs> <laughs> and an amazing award-winning personality. Um, and condoms, of course. You know, be safe. Perfect, thank Wrap you. Wrap it before you tap it. <laughs> so the queens are pitching their book titles and their little spiels. And who spoke to you? Did you have a favorite? I think that, like... First of all, I just have to commend RuPaul because she's such a shameless uh, self-producer and advertiser. And I love that she's like, oh, here's my book, Guru, that we're going to base this entire challenge on. Hello. Um, 
being a part of the Christmas special, I am definitely like very aware yes. of her self-promotion, which go mama, honey, be a business fish. The books for me, I loved Vanjie walking backwards into fame based yes. on real events and fabrication. That was hilarious. <laughs> Silky's was funny. Yeah. I think that, you know, even as a big girl, sometimes like the big shit can get a little old. So, I mean, I'm and I'm the person saying that. So, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know. I actually thought Vanjie should have won the mini challenge because it was just hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I actually... It, uh, Od- Evie Oddly's kind of spoke to me weirdly because it yeah. looked marketable. Like seeing her cover yeah. to the book and it being called Audacity, like that's a book I would pick up and read because yeah. it looks fun. Like a you're going to have some. Yeah. And it's going to be like a cute uh, story, probably great pictures. Well, I hope, I'm, I'm sure we can buy all of these at DragCon this year. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> Hopefully hope so. these girls are selling their books. Well, and I got to give props to all uh, Nina West for throwing in a little proportionizing line, Thank honey. You. Shoulderizing. Go, Nina. Atta girl. Okay. Well, Silky did win the mini challenge. Uh-huh. Rue gives it to Silk. And then she gets a prize from Postmates. Morgan McMichaels pops in. Imagine. <laughs> she not only she did pops she, in and pops out. Yeah. Thank you. Not only does she like organize shows all over this, you know, Southern California, she's also delivering like food. Yeah. Postmates. Yeah. Whatever you need. Uh, no, she's a hardworking gal, and Morgan is honestly one of the cutest. Uh, she she gives no f- f's. Yeah, at a girl, and yeah. she leaves him with a little Postmates bag and something else. Oh, yeah, not the pop, honey. I said, come on, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert references. <laughs> I was, like, literally dying. Girl, not shot a ping pong ball. What was that? You know her, girl. Well, well she did it in season eight in the yeah. first episode. When it was like, like I don't know. Now it's, now it's just her thing. Now it's her thing. She's, I mean, she's tight down there. She can do it. She is not tight. Y'all know y'all are lying. Y'all know that was cgi Girl, that screen door might shut, but it does not slam closed anymore, honey. Stop <laughs> lying to that child, okay? But, no, she should make it a part of her act. Get like a little ping pong gun or something. I don't know. And so then Rue announces that, honey, it's t- it's that time of the season. If it's time for the snatch game, Ooh. at sea, at sea. Okay, bon voyage. <laughs> yeah. Well, and thanks to like you know a, crew, a, a gay vacation Vakaya sponsor, we yeah. can put this on a boat. Right. But first, Jinx Monsoon pops into the workroom. Do, how, do you know Jinx well? Um, I do know Jinx well. She loves feet. Um, <laughs> she has a foot fetish. So all you boys out there when she's traveling, they're like, your toes sucked on. Hit up my sister. Um, uh, I no, love her so much. She's also ingeniously funny. Yes. So um, literally the be- one of the best per- people uh, beside Bianca Del Rio and Ben De La Creme, I feel, that can yeah. give you snatch game advice. Those are my Ab- three top three. Absolutely. Easy. So yeah, she's perfect to come in and kind of help, you know, do a little walkthrough with Rue and coach the girls. Yeah. Silky's planning to do T.S. Madison. Which is so great. I'm so glad someone finally did. She's such a great character. And I love that we get the little moment. It's like, it's silly, but Silky's you know, to Jinx. It's like, I'm going to ask you a question. And we're like, what the, what is this going to be? And then she's like, oh, can I have your phone number? <laughs> which is which is not shocking, but also like, nobody asks anybody for a phone number. Right. It's like she is here to get things done and make some, you know, get a, yeah, get a show. Like, she's not networking. She was serious, I think. <laughs> totally. Silky's like, I got feet you can suck on. One thing I wanted to mention is yeah. I love that Evie and Jinx ha- connect on the freak edit for yes, a moment. I yes. thought that was really cute. I think that Jinx immediately like felt that connection with her. Right. Random um, thought. No, uh, no, I true. loved that moment. Because Rue committed. Evie for the previous week of being able to turn out a glam look on the runway after doing weeks of like freakazoid as Rue says and yeah. Jinx is like I recognize this story yeah. being the own odd duck 
yeah. of her season. Water off a duck's back, kind of quack, quack, yeah. And then who was able to turn it into, like, you know, something bigger. Well, I mean, we all saw what happened with that. Hello. <laughs> I mean... Are we foreshadowing? We don't know. You'll have to stay tuned and watch. Well, uh, we're gonna we're gonna sail into the snatch game, but first we're gonna take a little break, and okay. when we're back, we're just gonna get real gamey up in here. Ooh, y'all aren't ready. It's gonna be chewy like deer meat. <laughs> <laughs> you get that reference because oh you're country. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> gamey, you know what I'm talking about. It's coming! RuPaul's DragCon LA is just around the corner at the LA Convention Center on May 24th, 25th, and 26th. So get ready. Come and meet and get sweet with every queen from season 11 and about a jillion more. Akira C. Davenport, Acid Betty, Adore Delano, Aja, Alaska, Aquaria, Ariel Versace, Asia O'Hara, and that's just the A's. There will be amazing vendors, performances, fun panels like Unlive, Trinity the Tuck giving Carson Kressley a drag makeover in our drag eye for the queer eye show and you can even see me doing a live version of this podcast and just hang out and prance around with other beautiful fans and folks like yourself it really is the dragoniest place on earth get tickets and learn more at rupaulsdragcon.com and p.s dragcon new york is coming to the jacob javits convention center on september 6th 7th and 8th Ooh, honey so much drag get all the tea at rupaulsdragcon.com yes tea and tickets at rupaulsdragcon.com thank you and quicker than a honey boo boo hopped up on pixie sticks, we are back. Oh, I love that. And it's actually. time for a game. And I've got a whole big kit and caboodle of who okay. played who on the snatch game. So you got to match the snatch. Okay. Snatch these facts. Match the snatch. Snatch these facts. Know your snatch. Okay. Whip dip twirl because I got it like that. Thank you. Okay. This, this first little section is about tw- twinning, and these queens have all impersonated the same celebrity. But first, I want to say who has done share on snatch game? Well, Chad Michaels. And. Oh my God! Stop. Who else did it? Season two. Oh, um, I don't know. Wait, season three. It was season three? Yeah. Was it season three? It was season three. Yeah. I don't know who. Delta works. Oh, she did. Delta. I'm so sorry, Delta. Okay. And three queens have done Beyonce. Can you name them? Uh, Kenya Michaels. Ding. Um, who else did Beyonce? Not Jessica Wilde. No, no, she did RuPaul. Um, Tyra Sanchez. Tyra Sanchez. Thank you, producer Blake. And okay. one of them was, the last one was sitting right above oh, you. Oh, yeah. Asia O'Hara. <laughs> I try to forget about that because I feel like the world did. Oh, okay. Um, Bless her heart. I mean, it was just rough. Who do Sonique and Fifi O'Hara have in common? Who? On Snatch Game. Who do Sonique and Fifi O'Hara have in common? Wait. They did the same person. Who was Fifi? I don't know. Lady Gaga. Oh, they both did Lady Gaga. My bad. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I can't. I I normally would know these. You got me on the spot. I swear. Okay. What do Pandora Box and Bob the Drag Queen have in common? Carol Channing. Ding. Who did Mariah Balenciaga and Alyssa Edwards both play? Oh, obviously Joan Crawford. Very good. Yeah. Not Katy Perry. No. Not Katy Perry. Not God. Katy Perry. <laughs> Thank God. Not Katy Perry. <laughs> Who has done Maya Angelou? Oh, well, obviously, well, two, Chi-Chi Devane and Monet Exchange. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, my God, listen, Monet Exchange is so stupid doing her, my Angela, I cannot. Oh, my God, and you just did, you did their, like, sibling, uh, you did sibling rivalry live. Yes, it was Monet amazing. As soon as it comes out, y'all have to watch it. I the show is for so it. incredible. I, I don't think they've released it on YouTube yet. Right now, uh, they've got content on Patreon because they're right. trying to get people to help invest in their uh, podcast and the live podcast touring. So y'all need to check them out on Patreon at Sibling Rivalry. It All right, is cross like, promotion. do it, do it, do it. <laughs> 
Jessica Wilde and Trixie Mattel both did. RuPaul. Thank yeah, you. I messed that up earlier. <laughs> and Dita Ritz and Naomi Smalls both did. Are you talking about in the original seasons? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. No, 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 no. Oh. Naomi and All Stars. And Dita. Oh, Wendy Williams. Thank you. Okay. okay. And then God. finally, um, this last little section is called That's a Man, Maury. Um, queens oh who have impersonated male celebrities. Okay. Can you name three of them? Binda LaCreme. Who did? Uh, I don't know his Paul name. Lynn. Yeah, Paul Lynn. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, I, I know the queen. Obviously, Kennedy Davenport. <laughs> and, oh, who else? Now a very controversial celebrity. Oh, oh, well, wait. Thorgy Thor did. Oh, Michael Jackson. Oh, recently, Tammy Brown FaceTimed me and like went on this entire tangent <laughs> about Finding Neverland and how <laughs> awful and horrible it was and how horrible Barbara Streisand is because of the comments she made about it. So now I know way too much about it. All right, get Tammy on the phone right now. I clear just, this let's up. Call in Tammy Brown, please. <laughs> I need Tammy's. Uh, okay, we'll check with her at the, end of, the, at the end of this. Okay. <clears throat> anyway, check that, out Tammy Brown on Cameo. She'll give you everything you want. <laughs> that has been Snatch Game, Snatch the Match, Match the Snatch. Etc. Well, how many points did I get? What did I win? Um, and the winner is the Amish because they don't have TVs. <laughs> Lucky. <laughs> Milk also did RuPaul, but it wasn't a snatch game. It was oh, just a runway. Milk did do RuPaul on the runway. Ooh, you're right. The you're right. You're fish. right. Right. Also, the, there's another milk commonality in one of the characters that we're going to see in a minute. Okay. Because uh, we are going to play the snatch game all aboard the SS. Sickening. Our contestants oh. are Tony Hale and Clea Duvall from Veep. Clea Duvall is my favorite in the entire world, She's and so honestly, good. I fell in love with her in the faculty. So that's oh, where yeah. I originally fell in love with her. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I just I love her work. I think she's a really interesting actress. She's lovely, and like they're both big fans of the show. They're both really yeah. happy to be there. Um, it's nice to see a heteronormative male on the panel. We've had a lot of more heteronormative culture in uh, as far as guest judges, yeah, which is great. Yeah, um, and then I, I also love it when we have um, our lesbian sisters, you know, on the show. Yeah, and there've been there've been they like love the show too. Yeah, no, it's it's nice to like have a, you know a, a variety. Yeah, yeah. We don't have time to dig into deeply to everything. Yeah, but Silky T S Madison. Oh my god, it was stupid. It was iconic. But if she said nine inches one more time, I was gonna throw my phone at the TV. I was just like, girl, stop with the nine inches, but it is slaying my life. And then when she pulled her hair off and had twenty-two inches, hello. I said, girl, so Silky's snatch game was basically getting drunk, being loud, and saying the word inches. Was it on? It was all on was point. It on? Oh, it was so good. Is it on? It was so TS. Wisely, she chose somebody like that she could just kind of embody and Relate. be comfortable mm-hmm. and fun and like riff so easily. And so it's like it's a it's a wise choice. Absolutely, and it's been needing to be done. Yeah. TS Madison's been needing the personality is perfect. Nina West uh, gave us ended up giving us two characters, but her I loved her Harvey Firestein. Also a smart choice and solid choice for her. Don't you? Do you yeah, think? Yeah, I think so. I think, but I honestly, for me, I thought it was also safe for Nina West. Mm-hmm. To me, I think she's a great actress. She She's made that very clear. Uh, the fire harvesting was great. Uh, both of her characters were good. They were funny. Yeah. But to me, it was a, it was good, but it wasn't what I expect from the comedy queen. She's made uh-huh. herself very aware as an actress and a funny a funny gal. So you wanted a little like a little bigger, bigger, bigger. I needed so I needed her to win Snatch Game. Like yeah. I expected Nina West to win, but you know. And she switched into Joanne, Joanne Worley towards the end. I kind of wish she had just stayed. I, I wanted to see her more Harvey. Firestein. I wanted more Fire Harvesting. Give me, it, she had the voice, and it was kind of good. Exactly. Give me some like Mrs. Doubtfire references, even <laughs> like you know, Mac, ma- match make up, match make up, make me a match. 
had all the different like personalities he went into even in that movie. Um, there's so many things he could have went with uh, yeah. or she could have went with with him. But I mean, she was trying to like show out, you yeah. know, it was yeah. like a Bob the Drag Queen moment. Yes. Switcheroo. So she's trying to play it to make sure she mo- she won. I think she wanted to win. Who else did you like? Was there anybody else you liked? Um, who else did I like? I I actually didn't completely hate Plastic Tiara like I thought I would. <laughs> Sugar was f- cute as yeah. Charo. It was so, so cute. Uh, Vanjie was awkward. Akira was actually really good yeah. as Tiffany Haddish. We had Monique oh. do it on All Stars <laughs> 4 recently. And it was good, you know, <laughs> but I felt like she could have uh, really pulled in the essence of Tiffany's like sarcasm with her snarkiness. And Akira was so good at doing that like yeah, it was, yeah she kind of lived in it a little it was more comfortably. really good I, yeah. I felt like she deserved a little bit more um you did a fabulous job but i also didn't like that she kind of threw brooklyn off in the beginning i felt by interrupting brooklyn when she was doing her opening moment as celine well i think having, that kind of messed up brooklyn having been there and there is that t- how how tim how much how tempted are you to like interrupt each other and kind of bust in and get your moment having because snatch game is also that it's like yeah knowing when to like jump into somebody else's bit that makes sense for both of you or yeah. it, it can work for both of you or not it's, it's a lot well people try to like p- point fingers that like people jumping on each other's lines and this and that when usually it's them doing it like my season the vixen went through a fit saying that i was jumping on people's lines but if you were there it was asia that was jumping on her lines as a kid because they made up this weird thing that it was going to be a mother, mother and daughter, daughter thing yeah. which bit them in the ass i played up very well um and i think that there is a time to like chime in to be funny but i think you wait until there's a pause moment you it's you have to be respectful enough not to interrupt and i think when you're doing your opening moment with RuPaul, it's not the time to interrupt somebody and i think i honestly do think that's what threw brooklyn off in the beginning mm-hmm. and then she was doing everything she could to like save her ass and then she turned into like jessica wild meets jiggly caliente meets kenya michaels honey and like getting up and dancing <laughs> and flailing like, right Celine Dion. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was a little it was a little tough. I mean like you you were kind of like, "Oh, this isn't going well." Same with Whoopi. Yeah, Evie oh is Whoopi, God, just kind bless of like her. Tony Hale the judge said something about it. It was almost like kind of like it was kind of where you had Silky and Nina giving such like buoyant yeah. energy that the whoopee somehow was just kind of a oof kind of sad but girl there i mean there are so many iconic things that you can think of immediately whoopee. from whoopee goldberg yeah whether it's the color purple whether it's sister act whether it's just her personality now yeah. as being an open lesbian you know is what i'm saying open, is whoopee an open lesbian is she not i don't think she, i don't know that she is mama that woman is lesbian <laughs> Am I typecasting? I don't know. I thought she was. We'll call Tammy Brown and ask her. Okay, Tammy Brown would know. You're right, you're right. But yeah, I just think Whoopi, she could have went there. You know, my favorite line ever from Whoopi Goldberg is from Sister Act 2. Uh And she's like, if you wake up in the morning and you want to be a singer girl, then you a singer girl. That's my favorite line. I like it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Well, if you wake up in the morning and you want to do good in Snatch Game, don't do Whoopi Goldberg. (laughs) But also, Brooklyn's doing Celine Dion, and Mm -hmm. somebody else did Celine Dion on this show, and that didn't do too good for her either. Milk. Yeah, Milk did Celine Dion. And it just, uh, well, she did it as a character in a musical, right? Yeah, it was like a Divas Live. It was like a Divas Live performance. I think, honestly, sadly enough, I think Brooklyn could have slayed 
that. I know, truly. You know, for the performance, because she was like giving me a little Celine performance. She obviously does her as a character, probably as a performance piece. Yeah. I think that's where she was like, oh, I perform Celine Dion all the time. So yeah. I can do her for Snatch Game. No, bitch, you ain't never got to talk when you perform as Celine Dion. You know, um, maybe there's a Celine Dion. And just because you're from Can- Canada, I think, too. Yeah. She was like, oh, I can do the accent. It'll be appropriate. And well, yeah, that didn't work out. No. Okay. Post snatch game, and now before we move to the runway, quickly, I want to get a little, I want a little more Eureka backstory. Where did you? And I think I know this. Where did you first do? Where did you first do drag? I first did drag. Um, at New Beginnings, yeah, in uh, Johnson, Johnson City, 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 New City. Beginnings, yeah. So I would go to the bar every time we drag. Uh, they, I would just dance around, and have fun with my friends. They convinced me to do a talent show. I did a talent show. I was terrible. Um, <laughs> what did you do? Did you a number? Like I did Pedestal by Fergie, and um, <laughs> I had this like blue stretch gown that I like, tried to make like hot glued tube dress moment. I was so nervous. I walked out with my purse on my arm. Um, <laughs> I like stood in the middle of the stage. This is not the Ricky y'all know. I stood in the middle of the stage, like barely could live the word, lip sync the words. But the one moment I'll never forget is the crowd cheered for me anyway, because you know? ah. they loved me because I would come out and party with them anyway. So yeah. I had so many people there supporting me because I had hung out with them for yeah. months and drag. And I finally decided to perform, perform. And that was the moment I fell in love with drag because ah. I knew I was doing terrible. But like the support and love that the community will give you sometimes yeah. is like so like it's incomparable. You're like, I'm on stage. There's applause. I'm yeah. into this. this and I, I'm a theater geek anyway, like yeah. then, even then. But for some reason, drag made me so nervous that first time. Yeah. Now, and you can guide me on this, but uh, now you identify as non-binary. Yes. Um, but I know you, you've spoken about living as a trans person yeah. in, back home in Johnson City. Yeah, no, I lived as a trans woman for four years, yeah. uh, went to college full time, honey, worked full time yeah. at uh, City uh, Telemarketing Services, honey. And um, thank you ma- for calling Home Depot. This is Eureka speaking. Oh <laughs> that my was gosh. Erica, actually. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, a relationship. It was, it was cute. It was a different, different time of my life. Because I'm from the same part of the country you are yeah. from. I'm from like 30 minutes from Johnson yeah. City. But like being at like an openly trans person there must take a lot of courage and did you feel safe and uh, what, how hard was it I mean, I mean, you can guide no, me on this. Right. It was scary. I yeah. mean, at times, at the first year of my transition, I like, I would, as a minimal as possible, go into the public world. Mm-hmm. My life was the nightlife, you know? That's where I went out. I would, you know, me and my, uh, my boyfriend at the time, we would basically like, I would work as much as possible so that like my awake time would be at night. I would go to the store, like the Walmart in the middle of the night at like midnight. I was mm-hmm. so terrified. Yeah. But then I kind of got over that slowly and I realized that like, girl, honestly, most of them thought that I was just a really tall woman because <laughs> I, once I had enough hormones in me and I was like fish and mm-hmm. also we have, I mean, not to talk about my lovely East Tennessee women, but we have some really rough looking ladies <laughs> where I come from. So honestly, like I was a gem, honey, <laughs> compared to you some. Still, you still are. Um, right. And I would like, you know, and I always had my makeup done and my hair pieces yes. in and feeling my sorority fantasy. So, I mean, it was scarier on college campus more ETSU. than. Yeah. What were you studying? Um, I was studying radio, TV, and film. Oh, hello. Um, yeah, mass communications. <laughs> so I uh, got that degree. Thank God. It, it was just nervous more on campus because yeah. like some teachers were really disrespectful like when it came to my name mm-hmm. uh, there was actually one teacher that I ended up actually going to the dean about to get removed from his class without having it affect my grade yeah. because he just refused to not call me David mm-hmm. and it was just it, it 
it was weird because obviously like a lot of people didn't even know I was trans necessarily. They would assume, but he would basically like the first day of class. Um, I had went to him ahead of time and was like, Hey, you know, I emailed, I always emailed all my teachers. I hadn't had my name legally changed. So I just let them know the situation, which I shouldn't have to do to begin with. Right. You know what I mean? But because it's a different place and he still refused and he kept calling me, sir. And I was just like, I, I literally was just like, I I can't do this. You're making me uncomfortable. And it was a vocal singing class, too. So it's already a vulnerable oh class, you know, yeah. um, if you have stage fright and stuff. So I left class one day, and he's like, he chases me out into the hall, and he's like, you need to buck up and be a man. And I was like, what the f*** did you just say to me? Like, Oof. it's just, cr- so, you know, it, it was weirder in situations like that. I think I know that there's, like, last year they had the first ever Tri-Cities Pride yes. back in Johnson City. Yes. This September to Kingsport, so I think we need to go, and I think you need to be Grand Marshal, and I'll like sit in the front of your convertible okay let's do it absolutely <laughs> no i'm actually scheduled to be there this year so thank god yeah um i wasn't able to this past year i forget where i was but i was like so emotional yeah i you saw know, I, I, I didn't even know what was happening i saw all those pictures and i was like oh my gosh yeah this is it was happening in johnson so city cool. yeah um and it's been years they've been trying to do this yeah so yeah that kind of blew me away yeah it, it blew me away too honestly oh lord okay we have to get to the runway I know we get emotional girl we, we come have, from a little we have to get to the ru- a tough area we have to get to the runway and the theme is sequel and first, Rue comes out with like some legs, legs, legs on the menu. Mama, RuPaul has been serving it this season. Honey, I don't know what's going on. First of all, I want to commend Raven. She has got that mug on point. <laughs> but baby, when I tell you Mama looks so snatched Gorgeous. and perfect, yes, Raven's doing a beautiful job. Uh, the hair was lovely. I love the length. And that little cute dress and those legs. Bitch, RuPaul has clearly been working out. I know. That, like, the that dress was very is like, so tiny. It was like Pebbles and Bam Bam. It was like sort of like a little so like. It cute. That is so bam bam, actually. You're <laughs> bam. right. She bammed, honey, down the runway. It was amazing, honestly. Um, so let's just get right to the girls on the runway. Um, let's do it. Oh, but first, I'm sorry. Uh, we have a, another quick break that has to happen. And when oh, we get okay. back, we'll get to these girls on the runway. So hold Break on. me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kitty girls. Are you in need of more dragony shows and programming in y'all life? Well, then check out WoW Presents Plus, the network featuring the best of WoW Presents and of World of Wonder's massive library of shows, series, and specials. You can get unappropriate with Trixie and Katya, get schooled by Jasmine Masters and her masterclass, plus lots of jush from queens like Jinx Monsoon, Bob the Drag Queen, and many, many more. It's just $3.99 a month or $39.99 a year to subscribe. And listen, you just spent that much on a Diet Coke and some chicken tenders, so please head to wow-presents dot com now to sign up and get your life yes that's wow-presents.com thank you okay much like eureka on season 10 we are back ah. <laughs> and now we're back so it's time for one little thing called this day and drag race history it's time for a happy birthday message to a season 10 queen and you have to guess who it is she got sasha velour her first ever book in manhattan she has a black belt and a gold medal in karate she speaks many languages I already know. She's thin, white, and salty. She's Miss Cracker. Thank you. Yeah, no, she's in town. I know it's her birthday. Yes. Her birthday is Friday, April 19th. Um, And that has been this day in Drag Race history. Okay, so queens come out on the runway in their sequenced looks. Um, yeah. Who is your favorite? Sequenced. Sequenced. Remember, Roxy, sequenced Roxy Andrews? Gown. Sequenced gown. Uh, I loved it. I loved it. I loved the uh, the runway. I love anything that's shiny, sparkly. Uh, I think it was about time to do a sequin. Yeah. Um, Runway, why not? Yeah. Uh, I have a couple standouts. 
outs for me. A Curia concept uh, was cute. I love the zebra. I think the hair needed to be more, a little more zebra esque for yeah. it to like go more concept versus pageant. Mm-hmm. It was a pageant gown with a tail attached to it for me. Yeah, <laughs> Vanjie, beautiful and blonde hair by the way. Yes, stunning. And that blonde hair with the gold. Yeah. The makeup was right. The outfit was cute, except the, the that cape should have been lined with sequin. It was True. like raw inside cape, so it made that cape look so cheap to me. I thought she was kind of giving me um, like Pam Anderson as She-Ra. Yeah, of meets course. glamorous ladies of wrestling meets something. Um, but I really think that if that cape would have been lined with the same sequin, Ooh, yeah, it would have made it look so much more expensive. That's a very good point. Um, and I think that uh, Nina, the Ohio flag dress was super cute. It's so Nina. Very her, the camp. Yeah. I think Sugar. oh my god, the gown was beautiful. Yeah. I think that I loved that she had a little bit of a Latin flair to it to mm-hmm. go with her mm-hmm. character. Yeah. And obviously she definitely is very Latina empowered yes. and is not afraid to express that part of her heritage. Rue declared that as one of his like one of the most gorgeous things he's seen on, on Drag Race. Most gorgeous gowns. Don't yes. get crazy. <laughs> okay. Rue said most gorgeous gowns on the... T- no, I'm just kidding. It was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It was beautiful. It definitely looks like something RuPaul would wear. Uh-huh. I think that's why. Um, Brooklyn saved her ass with that Ooh. reveal. Yeah. When she first come out, I mean, I'm sorry. When she first come out, I was like, oh, this is cute. You know, this is cute. Yeah. But when the reveal came, I was like, oh, okay, bitch. That, yeah, that you, makes more sense. You see her that first second, you're like, really? A big old fro? Okay. Then like, well, I was a little triggered because I was like, girl, Ooh. be careful. Yeah, exactly. You tall, white, and Canadian, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you need to be careful. But it was a really cute transition. It told a story. It was uh, really and then, good. Yeah, bam, cape flying, wig flying, blonde yeah. dresses for days. And then she's like stomping. It was really good. And she twirling and, you know. Gave us a little taste of that, like, yeah. 80s, I just, girls just want to have fun vibe. And, like, it's funny, like, okay, that's what, you can tell, like, okay, she knows she did a bad Snatch game, so she is, oh, yeah. I, I don't say desperate, but maybe that's the word, I don't know, but, like, she's like, I gotta show up now. Oh, no, she was desperate as, <laughs> she already knew. Girl, she said, she is, she is not dumb, you know what no. I mean? That is, she is a smart, professional woman who knows that she did an <laughs> awful job in Snatch Game. I mean, it's like Asia, Asia knew she was terrible, uh-huh. she didn't even try yeah you know and she admitted like that's why she did that entire prosthetic on her face she was like she told the judges i was grasping at straws because Uh i knew how terrible my snatch game was she's like she didn't want to show her face so she put a fish on it (laughs) well yeah that's true but i think she was honestly just trying to be overly creative to compensate totally evie evie oddly her it was cute kind of i like the peg bundy look it was really cute um but i've seen better from evie i guess i think that she was also worried about Snatch Game, so Very. maybe because she got praised on the glam the, this last week, mm-hmm. that she wanted to do maybe a little bit more of a glam mug because it yeah. was very soft for yeah, her. Yeah. Uh, she and it was the whole Peg Bundy look. But honestly, I would have loved the outfit more with like a crazy like rock and roll hairstyle and like mm-hmm. went more that crazy Evie Oddly direction. Yeah. Um. So I think she was trying to play it safe too and Let's, try to compensate. And Michelle said like that maybe the head and the body didn't match. The head and the exactly. jumpsuit were a little askew or whatever. Exactly. I, I loved it. I loved it. Um. And and then um, well, Silky, Silky was lovely. Gorgeous. The pageant gown. Yeah. Anyway, it's every pageant girl's like little ruffle cover up they yes. do for a dance number. So I'm not mad. It was yes. cute. It was very her brand. Um, and she looked good. And I also want to do an honorable mention on Plastique Tiara's look. Oh, yes, please. Uh, I don't want to miss hers. Nope. Um, although some of the accessories were, it reminded me a lot of um, the sign challenge when Brooklyn did her, her Zodiac Pisces sign. gown with like the splash moments. Yeah. So um, it was, it sucked because it was such a beautiful look, but yeah. it, that might have taken something away. Yeah. I definitely knew her and Akira were going to be safe. Right, right. So we get some deliberations and we know who, and we it's clear who's going to, 
I mean, it's kind of clear who's going to be the bottom, right? Do you think? Mm, kind of. I mean, for me, I think I saw Evie for sure in the bottom. I actually thought that Brooklyn's runway might have saved her. Yeah. So I was kind of looking at maybe Vanjie being in the bottom because yeah. uh, Vanjie's runway and her snatch game didn't really match up mm-hmm. if I was a judge. Uh-huh. But I'm not a judge. I'm a show critique. I am now officially <laughs> an internet troll that um, <laughs> says my opinion online when it don't matter. So <laughs> Noted, noted. Yeah. Um, I did like I did like Ross's line to, to Brooklyn. Canada called and they're pissed. Oh, Oh my God, which I screamed. <laughs> Literally, you heard yeah. her. <laughs> Ross Matthews is so cute with the things that he says. Yeah. And you know Canada probably is going to be real pissed. Well, Canada already tweeted when she was on the show congratulating yeah. her. So they, I don't know. Maybe they're going to take it back. How incredible is that, though? That's the, nuts. The, the country's Twitter page <laughs> tweeted about you. Like, how yeah. proud. And that just shows also the the effect and the reach of this show. I know. It's, yeah. that, it's bonkers. So it's, it's bonker, bonker, bonkers. And spoiler um, alert, who wins? Who wins the snatch game? Who wins the oh, whole yeah, challenge? Oh, yeah, Silky Ganache. Yes. Dr. Silky Nutmeg Ganache has T.S. Madison. Uh-huh. T to the S to the Mad to the I, son. <laughs> okay. <laughs> which, which makes her second win of the season I so know, far. second win of the season. And I love that, actually. Girl. But not in a row, right? It was, uh, she no, not won in a, row. a couple she, episodes ago. She won ago. the musical. Yeah, yeah, she won the musical, and she's now won this one. So, I mean, the girls know that she's competition at this point. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they, they might there might be things about her that the, kid, the girls don't like, honey. But she's twirling. Yeah. I'm very proud of her. B.I.G. because the bitches is gagging. <laughs> and let's just get to this big old lip sync. It uh, is Brooklyn and Evie. And I gotta say, wait, I hold was, on. We have to talk about one thing. Oh, I'm please, so please, sorry please. to interrupt. Never. But there's something that I kept noticing yeah. was all this side eye action. Ooh, yes. Please all explain. this side eye action. Well, if you notice, for whatever reason, Evie and Silky, they have they're standing right beside each other, mm-hmm. and you can just you can tell like when Evie was getting critiqued, honey, uh, Silky was too ready to like look at her and be like, mm-hmm, didn't you do <laughs> terrible? And then as soon as they were like, oh, uh, next up, Silky Nutmeg Ganache, you notice Evie like whip all the way around, almost breaking her neck just to look her up and down, and you're just like, these yeah. bitches are really feeling yes, the feud. There's some kind of way the yeah. side eye is real this season. Well, even when Silky you know wins and she's congratulated. And she 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 makes a little dig um, about like to about Evie as she walks by, and not to her, but in the in confessional. In confessional, you know, yeah. yes, yeah. So they're basically being like, "Well, that's what you get for calling me talentless," which was unfair yeah. of Evie to do. Right, and but, Evie you apologized know. this episode. I mean, girl. Girl, uh-huh. I have been a part of Drag Race two seasons. I didn't go very far on the first time I was there, but I was there for season 10. Yes. And there were several apologies that we got from Aquaria that w- did not feel very genuine. <laughs> and it just gave me very that. I mean, okay. it's just someone who's smart and intelligent, and they're trying to backpedal okay. so that they don't look like the villain. And that way the fans can be like, but she apologized. <laughs> and we love her so much. So, you know, which is fine, uh-huh. you know, if you mean it genuinely. Genuinely, but if you're still giving you you apologize and just but this is something I had to learn myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you apologize and they don't accept your apology when you give it, you can't be mad about that. That is their right. decision. Sure. So then at the end of the day, you're still giving her side eye. So you obviously are not sorry. Ooh. I'm just saying, baby. And that's the proof song. is in the pudding. That's the song. Right. So, sorry. Not I'm sorry. not sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and the lip sync song. And the lip sync. Oh my God, the lip Girl. sync. 
It is Ms. Brooklyn Heights and Ms. Evie Oddly. And I, like I was about to say, I'm so glad they were paired up together because th- you know they were pushing each other farther because these are two big, like, tumbling, body-contorting tweens, dancing maniacs. Well, yeah, I mean, everyone knows that um, Evie can, like, do body contortions. Yeah. But did anyone know that she could, like perform like I, I i feel like a club number right yes. this song was a stereotypical club number yeah that you see any drag girl in, mm-hmm. across the country or the world performing and yes. collecting their coins and doing their little sassy sexy gig now and that's what you have to do to that song yeah and evie did that but also brought evie yeah the opening she was very campy and fun mm-hmm. but you can tell she kind of honed that in just enough so that she would still give like sexy and play to that song I mean, it was a different kind of performance from Evie that I thought I would actually see. I did love the hairspray, Um, the little hairspray gimmick. Bitch, she pulled out hairspray, <laughs> and that was glitter spray, wasn't it? I'm not sure. It was glitter spray. Yes, we'll I'm say a drag yes. queen. It was glitter spray. It I was gonna be. be real. She pulled out glitter spray, sprayed her whole body, her hair, and everything. And then when she did that flip and the hair reveal into those braids, those little cornrows, bitch, that's the hair she should have walked down the runway in. Honestly, you're not wrong. I think that would have changed her runway look completely. Ooh. And she might have that might have been her first choice, but she was like, "No, let me give them glam." You know, I don't know. Or let me have a wig reveal ready. Right. Or let me have. A- <laughs> Hello. <laughs> right. That's true. She was like, "Actually, that you're right." Because yeah. she knew she was lip syncing. Uh-huh. But bitch, when they were twirling and holding their legs in the air and doing the circus dole, sugar Just upside it right, down for like half an hour, it was insanity. It literally made me and Cameron <laughs> look crazy as old ladies. <laughs> like I was just like, well. So much for our iconic lip sync. We just did double splits, girl. They're doing double handstands. Yeah, there's like all, all you're seeing is legs flying. Girl, they were literally on their head at the exact same time at one point with their <laughs> legs in the air. And granted, I know a lot of gay men that do that, but <laughs> not in drag <laughs> or on stage or, well, or on stage or, maybe, or well, you yeah. know. So um, the big result, RuPaul tells them. Shantae, you both stay. Well, bitch, obviously, <laughs> girl, if that's not a double Shantae, y'all need to turn the show off, turn, let go, let go of the network, Connie. The fans are gonna riot. I would have rioted, bitch. I would have went shell on Twitter if it did, if it was a double Shantae. Wait, I'm you, sorry, you would have went what? Shell on Twitter. Shell bell go to hell. What that means is I would have went the mother. Off. I can't say that for it. So I'm trying. I'm trying to be shell? really good. Shell. You ain't never seen heard no. shell. I'm, I'm gonna go shell on your ass. I'm a I'm a prim old lady. I don't know oh, these things. I don't really know where it comes from. I think it's like maybe the ball scene or one of. I, I don't like know. it. Me and well, my anyway, sisters. You, anyway, you I would have went shell. You would have been distraught. I would have been mad as hell. <laughs> we're running out of time. So we're gonna wrap this up. Couple questions more for you. Uh-huh. Just, what are you doing now? How's life? What's going on? Um, okay, so what am I doing now? Yes. And what's going on? Well, I'm having sexual intercourse as much as humanly possible, um, so that I can feel better about myself because that's how I validate my existence. <laughs> no, um, no, not that. No, but yes, very that. Uh, <laughs> also, I'm working on a lot of amazing projects. I have a one woman show coming <gasps> out uh, towards the end of the year and next year called "You Don't Know Me, Baby," um, which is the life story of Eureka from infant to adulthood. I'm also like working on some pr- fun projects, you know, um, with a sketch series that hopefully Amazon will pick up. Ooh, come on. Working on like obviously our shows. Yes. You know, we've got Work the World coming to the U.S. We've got L.A. Drag Con coming up. 
up. Yes, ma'am. We got uh, a Work the Worlds at LA Dragon uh, performance, too. And I also want to pitch a competition, too. Make sure you all check out Alaska is doing a uh, Best Pageant of the Year yes, competition. Yes, yes, which looks amazingly uh, fun. Galaxy Pageant competition thing. <laughs> and it's all-inclusive, which yeah. I think is great. I'm also working on a girl group Are you going to be a judge? Um, I don't know yet. Maybe. <laughs> um, I'm working on a girl group with Jiggly Caliente mm-hmm. and Lardy B. Uh, so we're doing like a trio thing where it's just kind of an all-inclusive, fully feminine, non-binary group where we have like the non-binary drag queen, the transgender it. female, and then the cisgender female artist. We're, pr- we'll be releasing a song called Pretty Hot and Tasty coming out Ooh. soon. And I don't and know Lardy touring. B, but I, I, I'm ready to know Lardy B. Yeah. Lardy B is a parody artist uh, originally known by doing parodies of Cardi B songs. Yeah. Uh, now she's been branching <laughs> into her own. She's actually a female rapper. She's incredibly talented. Obviously, always stay tuned into Jiggly Caliente. She's on always. Pose again yes. uh, this year um, and also doing a lot of great advocacy as far as being visible as one of our transgender sisters yes, here ma'am. with RuPaul's Drag Race. So, uh, yeah, that's my life. And enough about them. Um, uh-huh. Finally, 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 in like one, two sentences, what advice do you have for these girls on season 11 from like juggling the craziness that comes with, with me on the show? Yeah, I'm actually releasing a little tutorial that I did with Kahana Montrese because we I wanted to talk about the business side of this. Yeah. You know, there needs to be a class for Drag Race Girls yeah. <laughs> uh, that tells them, like, how the business works, what to expect, things like that. So my advice mostly is, one, when they say don't read the comments, um, if you are overly sensitive at this time, don't read the comments. Uh-huh. Uh, but at the same time, you also need to be aware of what's going on. So just try to have a thick skin if you are going to, you know, involve yourself in the commentary, things like that. Also remember that these are people online and it's just random opinions. It's not who you truly are. Yeah. The yeah. best thing to do is instead of letting it bother you and then it affecting your work ethic outside of the social media realm, use it to push you to drive harder and be even more professional at every gig that you go to so you can prove any negative critique wrong. And then I think otherwise just have fun. This is a <laughs> year where you're going to make money and you're going to get to travel and let's say it all ends in a year for you. Even if that is the case you've gotten to travel the world and experience drag in a whole nother way you'll be iconically known as a drag race girl yeah you know (laughs) be happy and blessed with whatever your path gets you to not everybody has to be trixie mattel famous or bianca del rio famous Mm -hmm. that doesn't validate who you are that's what i want the girls to understand um just enjoy it that is very well put thank you hon Oh my God, Jamali, thank you for listening to me yap and yap and yap. Thank God we didn't have another guest, girl, because they wouldn't have got a word in edgewise. I know. It's like, actually, Cameron Michaels has been sitting here the whole time. <laughs> that would actually be valid. Um, so, Cameron, what did you think of the episode? Oh, we're out of time. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Tell your mom and your sis I said hey. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Um, appreciate the prayers from everybody for my family. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, that was Eureka, and that was our Snatch Game episode breakdown. And now it's a true honor to have as our insider interview this week one of our Snatch Game contestants, a guest judge, and a killer actress who's been consistently playing strong, unique female characters and quite a few queer characters for decades, Miss Clea Duvall. She's been on Veep, she started in the iconic queer indie, but I'm a cheerleader alongside RuPaul. She's been on Broad City recently, she was in Argo, The Faculty, or as Ru would say, The Faculty, way back when. She's a genius, and yes, she is Clea Duvall, and here she is. So I'm very thrilled to be here with this week's super judge, super guest judge, Clea Duvall. Hello. Hello. 
Um, are you? This is a dumb question. Are you related to Shelley Duvall? I'm not. Can you say hello? I'm Shelley Duvall. Hello, I'm Shelley Duvall. <laughs> Jinx know? showed me the this supercut video. Yes. When yeah. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. So I think you should just always be hello. I'm Clea Duvall. Okay. Hello, um, I'm Clea Duvall. You were amazing this episode. Snatch game. An insane lip sync. I'm going to skip back a little bit before the season, though. You were the okay. season 10 finale. Yes. Who were you rooting for? I felt very torn going yeah. into it. And, I mean, I was an Asia girl all the way. Yeah. And then <sighs> right. the butterfly situation was... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think time has ever moved slower than when... I realized what was going on and the butter just watching the butterflies die. Where were you in the house? In the we were audience? like uh, maybe maybe eight rows back, right. like right on the aisle. So you could I could really see those <laughs> butterflies <laughs> take their last breath. Your face was the same as that, that Vanjie and Monique Hart like shot in the show. Yes, were they yeah. like on the aisle? Like <clears throat> yeah, it was it was very intense. So that was very sad. I felt very sad yeah. as that was happening because yeah. I was really. Um, rooting for Asia, and then the it was so incredible to watch the entire the entire place uh, chanting Eureka's name, yeah, and then going into that final yeah. lip sync and watching what Aquaria did. Yeah. I mean, I had chills the entire. I was like <laughs> screaming and vibrating, and then watching the entire place go from chanting Eureka to chanting Aquaria was yeah. incredible. And I've watched that lip sync multiple times on YouTube since then because uh, it was so amazing. It was, a, it was, it was, it was a lot. Now, how did you start watching Drag Race? I started watching, my partner is really into it yeah. and she turned me on to it. And then I was in Romania <laughs> by myself and I was watching it and watching, uh, -huh. uh watching, we had watched, I think maybe nine mm -hmm. and then we watched, we, Tony and I watch it together your veep co-star tony hale who's on snatch game with you this week like a group of us who watch it every week oh my god um but then i got really obsessed when i was in romania by myself and all the seasons were on netflix wow so i just watched all of it alone and got very attached that's a, that's amazing <laughs> yeah what a strange thing to be spending your time on in romania mm -hmm. by yourself yeah <laughs> <laughs> what that's a worldview. It was very comforting. Yeah. It was very comforting. Who are your favorite drag race queens, if that's not a crude of all time or yeah. this season? Of all time. <sighs> that's a tough that's tough stuff. Um I mean, okay. I don't have to do I'm not putting them in any order. Nope. And I will leave people off this list. Sure. There's like hundreds. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot. But I love Jinx. Yes. Katya. Mm-hmm. Trixie. Mm-hmm. Ben de la Creme. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alaska. Mm-hmm. Uh, All stunners. Um, Pearl. Yeah. Um, I really love Nina this year. Mm-hmm. I really mm -hmm. love Brooklyn. Evie. Um, Vanjie is really enjoyable. Very. Really, really Really Very. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a fun season. There's lots of good like narrators this season. There's lots mm -hmm. of big personalities. Yeah. Sugar's great, too. Yeah. You talk about But I'm My Cheerleader a lot. I mean, because mm -hmm. people ask you about it. I guess people that's why do ask me about it's it not, quite you often. Just don't, yeah. <laughs> you're not just I always... don't just bring it up when I see people like, hey, nice to meet you. I'm Claire. Have you seen yeah. The Cheerleader? No, because people always it. ask you about it. Yeah. Because um, it's, it, it, it's got such a lasting impression. Mm -hmm. and it was, uh, what do you remember about RuPaul from making that movie? 
I remember feeling very intimidated by uh-huh. Rue and not and just not wanting to get in Rue's way. <laughs> just wanting to not piss Rue off was like the uh-huh. or annoy Rue or anything, uh-huh. which is very similar to how I felt when I was <laughs> on set on for set. drag race. Yeah. <laughs> And I mean, Rue is intimidating because Rue's a big presence, but like, it's not like Rue's unfriendly at all. Or, no, not at all. It yeah. has nothing to do with Rue. I think it's that I have so much respect for yeah. Rue that I don't, you just don't, there are some people who you just want them to like you. Yeah. And I don't feel that there, are, I can count on one hand the amount of people where I'm just like, I just want that person to think that I'm cool. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Very fair. Yeah. The movie, but I'm a cheerleader, was mm-hmm. it premiered 20 years ago at the Toronto Film Festival. Mm-hmm. What, why does it resonate? I know it's a really broad question, but and what what does it mean to you now? I mean, I, it 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 is one of the most significant things I I've done in my career. Um, I think because at the time, and unfortunately, still there's not a lot of representation for queer people. Mm-hmm. That's not just people dying in the end you know it's there is there's so much joy in that movie and i don't think that queer centric movies have enough joy yeah veep is ending Mm -hmm. what queen would make a good president oh man well what popped into my head just then was bianca and then i was like oh bianca is also one of my favorites um i think benda la creme oh yeah 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 smart thoughtful yeah Organized, yeah. I think Organi- organized. Doesn't she just seem immensely organized? Yeah. Well, I've I've seen uh, just seeing a couple of her shows, her live shows, yeah. and you know, I saw her Christmas show that she did with Jinx this year, and she produced the whole thing, yeah. organized the whole tour, and it's so good, Ugh. and also just runs so well. And I, yeah. I don't know. I think I really admire Van Stalen a lot. Anyway. How was being a, what was it like being a contestant on Snatch Game? How different and how different was it than your preconceived idea? It well, I had no preconceived ideas about <laughs> any of it because I I knew I was walking into something that I just had no clue what it was going to uh-huh. be, and I didn't want to. I I mainly just didn't want to be disappointed because I'm such a fan of the show. Sure, that you want it, you just want to kind of like steal yourself and be like, it's fine, whatever happens. But yeah. secretly, you want it to be the best experience of your life, and it was. Um, <laughs> but I, it's, it goes really fast. Mm -hmm. It felt really, it moved so quickly and I wanted it to be, I wanted more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how was, how was being on the panel for you? It was so much fun. (laughs) It was so much fun. And I was sitting next to Ross and he was so nice and really made me feel comfortable. And it, that I could have sat on that panel all day long Yeah, and just listening to Rue and, Michelle and Michelle was so they, I mean, Rue and Michelle were so nice and awesome. And I, when Rue came around the corner in that outfit, I there was an audible gasp. Yeah, because you, you had one of the good legs yeah. moments. I mean, all of Rue's outfits are amazing yeah. and, and looks. But that when we get to see the that bam. Yeah, that was the legs. incredible. <laughs> Tell me about the lip sync for your like life that that happened this week that you were there for. <sighs> and spoilers. OK, we've, we've all yeah, seen it okay, so, at this okay. point. So it was. I mean, I think Evie and Brooklyn. Evie and Brooklyn. It was so, and also because I didn't know anything about you know going into this, I had no idea who these people were, and seeing them do that, like bring that 
to that lip sync was, I mean, I don't think anyone moved or breathed the whole time. <laughs> and then even just watching it then, I could, I felt like I was holding my breath because yeah. it is, it was astounding. Yeah. I cannot believe we got so lucky that we got to see that in person and the full thing. I, w- I want to see a copy of like the full, like multiple cameras of the whole thing right. and just watch it over and over. Like I watched the Aquaria Eureka uh, Cameron. Yeah. Which is Closer to Your Heart, a podcast about drag race or a podcast about cats? Because I know you've been on a cat podcast talking about your cats. Drag race. That came out fast. I, that must be my true self. <laughs> no, no, no shade to your No, I love my cats, cats. But listen, they don't have a lot to say. <laughs> it's kind of same, same, same with them. <laughs> like, oh, you're asleep on the bed. Cool. Oh, you're asleep on the couch. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they just don't have a uh, not a lot of variety in their right. lives. Right. Stop relying on that purring. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Come we on. Get it. We need to see a different look from you. Yeah, Kitty. <laughs> it's the same Girl. silhouette every yeah. day. <laughs> okay. Finally, what do you think drag queens teach the world? I feel like the, they're all so individual that they're whatever they're bringing is to them is their specific thing. Yeah. I can't, I don't want, yeah. I, I don't think I could generalize what drag queens in general yeah. add. I mean, I can say what like, you know, drag race brings to my life and the yeah. joy that I experience and like the, the, the authenticity and mm-hmm. the, you know, the vulnerability and the openness and yeah. then the performance aspect of it. Like I, you know, that how it affects me personally, but what each, I mean, I don't know. I think they individually bring such different things, you know, like, Bianca's sort of like frankness and, you know, undying authenticity yeah. mixed with like her humor, but then also her sensitivity, I think is what she brings, you know, yeah. and then like, you know, Bendela Krem's like meticulous attention to like detail and her, you know, commitment to her work and her pursuit of excellence, like that kind of, you yeah. know, that's that work ethic is like what she brings, you know, I think that yeah. they're also different that I would never want to generalize what. Yeah, you know what they all that makes sense, and yeah. and yeah, and we can watch all of them and each of them, mm-hmm. and like see like oh, that's something I want to aspire to, or yeah. something I can I can try yeah. to like oh, how can I do that as well? Yeah, thank you. Please come back to Drag Race anytime, like, constantly anytime. <laughs> cool, thank you, Clea Duvall. Thank you for having me. Okay, kitty girls, thank you to the fantastic Clea Duvall for snatching some time for us this week, and to the glorious Eureka for also gamely talking us through this episode, and. Also, please send lots of love and support to Eureka this week as she's been back home in East Tennessee, spending time with her mom, who's been very, very ill. So just much love and strength to you and your entire family, Eureka. And thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week with more Big Queens, more Season 11, and more moreness in general. And next week brings a big, fun episode. So much fun, it may be criminal. Till then, support and tip your local drag queens. Okay, Eureka, sing us out of here.